1: Welcome to Revive Her, a transformative space where we break down walls to unearth the incredible power that lies within every woman. We're your hosts, Haley and Noel.
2: Dive into candid conversations about entrepreneurship, faith, and relationships, and the journeys that define us.
1: Whether you're a woman who's walking the path of self-discovery or someone who desperately needs to feel understood, Revive Her is your safe space to learn, heal, and grow. Are you Ready? Being a copycat is a silent admission that you're content living in someone else's footsteps rather than carving out a legacy that's your own. And Noel, I don't know about you, but when I first started my virtual assistant business, the very first Instagram post I made was completely ripped off from (laughs) someone else because I didn't know any better. Like I did it, like I didn't look at it as copying someone. stupid as that sounds. Cause mm-hmm. it was, it was, but I thought you were supposed to do that. Like I thought I was supposed to look like everybody else in order to make a name for myself. And then that goes to show how little I knew about business when I started <laughs> one. And then I got into it. I was like, whoa, you have to really be innovative. You have to make things your own. And then I learned and I grew. So y- you've probably either copied someone you've probably been copied, or you maybe want to copy someone and you're trying to restrain because you know, you shouldn't No, I know that you I've personally seen it that you have been copied because you are so good at what you do. You have a huge following, a huge community, a very solid community, and you're you're just great. So who wouldn't want to copy you, Noel? But like you can't do that because it hurts your own business. So like I want to hear from you. How have you seen people copying you in business? Like how does it feel? How do you handle that?
2: So at first I will admit that it annoyed me and it annoyed me on a level that I was bothered. And I would be like, OK, I want to call these people out. Mm-hmm. I want to call them out for a copy of me. Like, that's my words, like all of this. But as the years have went on in business and as the years have went on in being a quote unquote influencer, that's kind of my job. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my job is yeah. <laughs> to inspire and influence others. But there's come a point in time where I've really had to do some soul searching and say, OK, and a lot of praying like, Lord, help me see this in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to discount the fact that it's annoying mm-hmm. because it is. And mm-hmm. I don't want to discount the fact that it doesn't bother me because Mm -hmm. it does, but I always have to check myself and say, okay, give me a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it only hurts you. It does. When you copy people. Mm -hmm. And I know that you feel like, okay, if I can just copy her, I'm going to be like her.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a level of, and I say this kind of lightly, a flattery, like they're copying you because they see something great. They're like, man, she's successful or she's prettier. That product looks great on her, whatever it is. But like, you have to understand exactly what you said. It is harmful to your business.
2: Yes. What is that quote? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. (laughs) But I want to add to that, like it's going to tick you off too. (laughs) Like it it is flattering, but it is going to annoy you. Mm -hmm. And so What I've started doing, what I do a lot is when I see somebody that has copied me verbatim, like Mm -hmm. word for word, Mm -hmm. I will go to them. And I will send them a voice clip and I'll just say like, hey, whatever their name is. I just wanted you to know that when you copy me, not only does it hurt my business, but it hurts yours too. Mm-hmm. So here's how you can take my post and be inspired yep. by it. And I teach them like, yes. how to take it and then how to make it their own. And like, I'll take pieces and say, okay, this is my story. Mm-hmm. So if this is my story. This isn't your story, mm-hmm. but how can you take this piece and make it your story?
1: Yes. And I want to like, Stop right there. I love that. Like, right what you just said is a sign of a good solid leader. If you go back to our I think it was our integrity episode I talked about there was a time though when one of my team members copied another copywriter's email and instead of coming to me directly this copywriter put us on blast on social media (laughs) before she came to me and she did come to me but before she came to me she got on Instagram on her stories and just blasted everything Mm -hmm. without coming to me and giving me a chance to explain because I didn't even know it happened that was just so immature as a business owner like I didn't even know where but it made me lose respect for her. And it's biblical to go straight to the source. So I want to point out what you did, Noelle, is such a mature sign of good leadership because you could put these people on blast. You could go to social media and be like, so-and-so is copying me. And if you're copying me, this and this, but you go to them with a sincere heart to be like, hey, I saw that you did this. Like, let me help you. And that's, gosh, that's so good.
2: And that growth came from messing up in the beginning. That growth came from handling it horribly in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so I've just learned that a lot of times when people copy you, one, they're either white knuckling their business and they're just grasping at straws to try and salvage what they have, or they truly don't know, just like you when you Mm -hmm. first started. Like they (laughs) truly don't know any better. They don't know. That's not what you do, right? You don't copy and paste someone's work. And so it's taken a lot of growth, but I want to dive deep into why do people do this? So Mm -hmm. why do we feel the need to do this? And you told your story of you being guilty. I've been guilty Mm -hmm. of this myself. Like, man, that's a good idea. I want to run with that. You know, there comes a point in time too, when you have to realize, like for me, if I see a post that inspires me, that yes, I have a following and yes, I have a network and that post could take off. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the person that I took it from, maybe they don't have a large network. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just, that's their heart. And it's like, if I took that and then my network runs with it, then I'm not being authentic to myself Mm -hmm. and I'm not being true to my brand and what I stand for. And so I think a lot of people forget about this too. You'll see those posts that go viral and they're like a quote or they're like a, um, just like a scripture with Mm -hmm. like a really meaty, you know, um, like journal post. And it's like, it's somebody who just copy and pasted it and then they went viral, but the original (laughs) poster didn't go viral. And it's like, it's not fair, yeah, right? So we want to dig deep into why do people copycat other businesses?
1: I think first you have a lack of original ideas. It's just some individuals or businesses struggle to generate like truly innovative and original ideas, which I totally can get, copying appears easier than investing the time and the effort that's required for creative thinking. Because if you have a truly creative, innovative idea, most likely you didn't just, oh, let me, let me just wake up and think of this on a Monday morning. Like it it takes a lot of mulling over and research and looking at gaps in market. Like there's a lot of work to create a truly innovative concept. Mm -hmm.
2: Next, I feel like you have a fear of failure
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I'm stepping on my own toes here because in the beginning of my career, I had this immense fear mm-hmm. of failure. And I can say four years later, I'm not afraid to take the risk yeah. now. Like I'm a risk taker. I Failure isn't something that I fear. It's something that I embrace yeah. because I know it's a part of the journey. But being original involves taking risk and the fear of failure can definitely push people to emulate what has already been proven successful Mm -hmm. in the market rather than them just experimenting with something new.
1: Yeah, that's good. Also, I think sometimes we just want a quick win, like copying successful people can lead to quick short-term gains sometimes. And other times you're not going to get anything out of it, but it's perceived as a shortcut to success without the investment of time and resources required for true innovation. Because they've done the work, you see it successful. So you're like, oh, like they've already done it for me. So like, let me just copy this. It's a quick win, quick right. gain. And you go on.
2: Yeah. But one thing I feel like that goes with this is preparation always shines through. Mm-hmm. And so the person who has prepared, the person who has put in the work and put in the effort and put in the resources, they are always going to outshine the person that. Steals it. Mm-hmm. And not that it's a shining match. Like we're not trying to outshine one another, but your consumer will always see who truly prepared mm-hmm. for this.
1: I think businesses may copy others to align with like market trends or to keep up with their competitors too. This is often in, driven by a desire to secure a share of the existing customer base. And what I mean by that is in order to be successful, markets are always changing, like trends are always changing, like consumers are always changing. So you have to stay up to date on what's currently happening. So what was successful in 2023 is not going to be successful in 2024 to an extent. We're going right. to see new trends. We're going to see new buyer behavior. We're going to see new consumer psychology coming in these Funnel. So, like, if you don't have an understanding of a marketing funnel and the buyer's journey and where they start in the stage of awareness to what gets them to actually buy, you're going to be behind. Yes. And so, it's just easier to copy someone mm-hmm. because they figured it out. And mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to that quick gain. Like, it's just easier to copy someone who already knows that. Right.
2: But those people also have a lack of confidence, mm-hmm. and I feel like that some entrepreneurs may lack confidence in their own ideas and they doubt their own potential for success. So in turn, they copy someone because Mm -hmm. it seems like it's a safer option as it mimics that proven formula that is successful. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you feel this way, but I have seen so many companies that have gotten away from their core values Mm -hmm. and they've gotten away from what they are known for Mm -hmm. because they've copied other companies. Yeah. And then they wonder why their business is falling apart Mm -hmm. like why are my customers no longer shopping Mm -hmm. why is their return rate so low and it's because you lose Mm -hmm. the people that you have attracted while trying to keep up with everyone else Mm -hmm. like some companies truly just need to stay true to who they are Yeah. understand that this is what your brand is this is mm-hmm. what you've built this like solid foundation on and stop trying to pivot so much because yeah. that's why you're losing people
1: yeah sometimes too i cannot remember the quote that i had read but it it was something about there's no such thing as an original idea and i don't remember the exact quote you might have to like google it but it really made sense because everything is built with a culmination of other ideas. So like Mozart didn't invent the piano. He he didn't invent notes or chords. You know what I mean? He right. But he did a compilation of things and got yeah. famous for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you might have truly not seeing a single thing out in the ethos of the world and you make a social media post or send an email or come up with a product that's similar to someone else, but like in your heart of hearts, you know, you didn't copy them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think you have to have grace for yourself because in whatever industry you're in, we're kind of all doing the same thing, shooting for the same goals and stars. So sometimes you might have an idea that was similar to someone else, but you actually didn't copy them. And I think you have to give grace for yourself too. Like I'm going on the other side of the coin here. Uh, Sometimes you can accidentally copy people or have similar ideas and have a fear of being copied. And I want to say too, I took a course like a long time ago on social media because like I freaking hate social media. And (laughs) I was like, I need to do more reels and stuff like this. And in the course, the people were saying to Do market research and to look at trends and look at what other people in your industry is doing and then make your own version of that. So, they let me be clear, they were not telling us to copy other people by any means, but they were saying if you don't know how to make an idea your own, ask the creator if you can just use their idea. Mm -hmm. And so, if you want, like, if you see something of Noelle's and you want to so to speak copy her if you want to try it out with your own audience don't just take it and do it like message her and be like hey like you this post really inspired me this idea really inspired me do you mind if i use it i did this and i didn't give credit because i got permission from the creator but again you live and learn you make mistakes (laughs) good lord uh give credit even if you've gotten permission so like if you ask Noel, hey can i use this idea for my audience for market research credit her in whatever you're doing. Right. I made the mistake of messaging a creator being like, I don't really know how to make this my own. Do you mind if I use this for market research? They were super flattered, told me I could. And so I did it. I didn't give them credit like in uh, written format because I just mm-hmm. didn't know I needed to since I got their permission. And like a year later, this creator out of nowhere comes and puts me on blast and said, I copied their stuff. And oh, and it was awful. Like it, yeah. it was bad. Like I got hundreds of messages calling me horrible names saying yeah. I copied other people telling me my business is fake and all this stuff. And it was like, God, people are mean on social yeah, media. Are. It they was horrible. Like, they told me, like, they went on posts where I talked about misca- my miscarriages and said that my babies deserve to die because mm-hmm. I'm a parent. And I'm, it was just awful. Yeah. And first of all, this isn't even true. Like, yeah. you, this creator gave me permission. Right. I never addressed it. Like, I've never spoken publicly about it because, like, I know the truth of it. But I wanted to say that is like, sometimes like people can accuse you of things that you just didn't do and you just have to learn to roll with it. So if you are copying, people purposely if you are copying them with intention because of the things that we said above we want to talk to you about why this is bad for your business like we get it I get it all of those reasons that we just listed it's totally understandable but why is copycatting bad for your own business yeah so number one definitely is you have a
2: severe lack of differentiation because copying hinders the development of the uniqueness and the identity for your business. So customers may struggle to distinguish your brand from others, which leads to a lack of brand loyalty. Mm -hmm. And like what I was talking about earlier, that could be why you're losing customers. That could be why you're losing returning customers and things like that. And something I want to point out is where is your heart postured? Mm -hmm in what you're doing. And that's something to just give yourself grace, like Haley said earlier, but where's your heart posture? Mm -hmm. And that will answer every question Mm -hmm. to what you're doing. So number two, I feel like it's super, super inauthentic. Mm -hmm. Copying can erode trust. And this is something that people forget, or it's something that people find out too late. That when you copy people, mm-hmm. you are losing trust. I mean, Haley and I just had this happen to us. We saw our bio for this podcast, mm-hmm. and another podcast had almost like word for word copy and pasted it. I mean, it's so, pretty
1: much verbatim. Yeah.
2: But, and that seems like a great idea, right? When you're trying to launch a podcast and you see, oh my gosh, I love that. And you feel so connected with it and inspired by it. But, it erodes the trust. Mm-hmm. It it diminishes the trust within your network and customers value authenticity and business, businesses that mimic others may be perceived as insincere.
1: Another reason that it's bad is that there's missed opportunities. Copying prevents you from being a leader in your industry. Like you hear the term thought leader all the time and it prevents you from being one of those true thought leaders. Like true innovation comes from daring to be different and pushing the boundaries of what's already established.
2: You'll have limited adaptability. Businesses that copy may struggle to adapt to changes in the market because if your success is built on someone else's model, you may not be equipped to navigate shifts in consumer behavior or emerging trends, a.k.a. you cannot make your next move Mm -hmm. until somebody else does. And so you're not focused on your consumer. You're not focused on your customer. You're not focused on your product. You're focused on the person that you are copying to make Mm -hmm. their next move so you can make yours. And in my heart, that means you're always one step behind. Mm -hmm. And who wants that Who wants to be one step behind? I want to be a pioneer and a leader Mm -hmm. and I want to just trailblaze Mm -hmm. and lead the way. And I never want to be one step Mm -hmm. behind.
1: And lastly, and this is an important one that I think sometimes we forget to consider is like plain and simple, there can be legal consequences. Like copying can lead to legal issues, including copyright infringement and, and intellectual property disputes. So legal battles can be costly and damaging to your business's reputation. I don't think... That a lot of businesses go that far, unless like you're a huge corporation, like most small businesses, it doesn't get to that point, but it can like if the opportunity is there or if, you know, catch a business owner in a certain mood, like they have a right to take legal action if you have taken their intellectual property, right? So how do we stop this? No matter how sincere you might be or how innocent you you were in your heart, like if you're doing this and you didn't even realize you're doing it or mm-hmm. if you do know you're doing it, like how do you stop being a copycat? I think it's important that
2: you first understand your unique value proposition. You need to clearly define what sets your business apart from your competitors and you need to identify your unique strengths and use them to your advantage.
1: And that kind of goes back, I think, to the episode we did on values. Like if you define your core values and your brand values, I think that helps you discover your unique value proposition. Another is kind of what you said earlier, Noelle, is like embrace failure as a learning opportunity. Understand that failure is natural. It's a natural part of the innovation process. So instead of fearing it, take risks. And if you air quote, fail, View failure as an opportunity to learn and iterate and improve. And you want to make sure
2: you build a strong brand identity. We talked about this also in that brand, the branding Mm -hmm. podcast. Go back and listen to that if you missed it. But you want to develop a brand that reflects your values, your mission and your vision. A strong brand identity makes it harder for others to replicate your success.
1: Mm hmm. And network and collaborate like Noel and I have been to multiple networking events together and it is so good to just spark creativity and conversation Mm -hmm. and hearing other perspectives, which kind of helps you in your own brain engage with other innovators in your industry and in and in other industries because collaborations can lead to new perspectives and ideas and partnerships even that set your business apart. Yes,
2: and last day, customer-centered, listen to your customers and understand their needs. Tailor your products or your services to meet those needs in ways that competitors haven't explored.
1: So at the end of the day, if someone takes the time to copy your work or your business model or even something more specific... It means that they have spent time looking at what you're doing and it's inspired them. You must have been successful enough for them to notice what you're doing and want to do the same thing. Or claim that they are in the same realm as you, or you're the one doing that, wanting to be in the same realm as this person that you're copying. The world is full of copying in terms of content, especially on social media. There's just so much free stuff out there. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy to replicate and copy. And kind of like what I was saying earlier, like every idea is borrowed all or in part by someone else, with or without them realizing it. There are a few totally unique ideas, but that doesn't mean it has to be straight up copied. So we want to invite you to revive your spirit by meditating on this scripture. It's Proverbs 16, 3, and it's really simple, but it's so powerful. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. It's hard to be innovative. It's hard to take risks, but we've each been given a set of gifts and he promises to make our path known. It may not be easy, but the hard work and the risks are worth it. And if you want to go deeper, download our seven-day guide to revive your spirit in the show notes.